Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. We have flogged many a night, Dak Prescott. Uh, We have, and some said we were premature in that. It certainly appears to be another night where that is worthy of conversation. You saw the Monday night football game. It was laid out perfectly for the Dallas Cowboys. 
the Tennessee Titans even attempted to help push the Dallas Cowboys to a big early lead. Marcus Mariota with butterfingers early on, couple of fumbles as setting up Dallas, but it didn't matter. The Cowboys were like, I don't want it. I don't need it. I am not going to accept the charity. And in the end, the Tennessee Titans end up coming out of AT&T Stadium, Jerry's World, and they win. They said there were 90,000-plus people there. I did not count, did not count, but we had a, a flashback to dancing on the star. How dare you dance on the midfield star? It's a, it's a week of tributes is what it is, right? You had the cell phone tribute to Joe Horn. Now you have, uh, although this was a, an enemy player, doing the tribute to T.O., the 50-yard line logo, 18 years ago. And, of course, T.O. ended up playing for the Cowboys later on. But Marcus Mariota, he had three touchdowns, a couple of passing touchdowns and a touchdown on the ground. And the Tennessee Titans able to go into Jerry's world in Arlington and come out a winner 28-14. to And that Amari Cooper trade immediately paying dividends. Immediately paying dividends. Uh, he did score a touchdown. The, the Tennessee Titans defense, if, if you take Malcolm Butler off the field, the Tennessee Titans defense was perfect. Both touchdowns the Cowboys scored were a result of bonehead plays by Malcolm Butler of the Tennessee Titans. I was doing some radio moonlighting in Boston earlier, and we were talking about the fact that Bill Belichick was a heathen for many a Patriot fan because of the fact that he benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl, took him out of the game. Malcolm Butler is second only to a guy we lambasted yesterday on this show as far as defensive touchdowns allowed. Mr. Peters of the Rams is number one, but number two is Malcolm Butler. couple of guys that changed teams in the offseason. <laughs> you talk about immediate dividends for your new team. You've got Malcolm Butler, who's given up six touchdowns now this year through nine games of the nine weeks of the season. And you have uh, Peters, Marcus Peters, who's given up seven touchdowns in the same number of weeks of the NFL season. So quite the accomplishment there. But you saw this too. I mean, the big takeaway here is the pile-on effect, right? The mob mentality. Everyone's got their pitchfork out in one hand. They've got their torch in the other. And it is open season. It is open season on the Dallas Cowboys. You are picking the flesh of the Cowboys away. And this is a 3-5 and five lousy football team. And they had a game that they should have been leading by three touchdowns in the first quarter. And they instead, instead, they end up losing the game by two touchdowns. And if you slice up Dak Prescott and you play the Dak Prescott game, good, bad, and ugly for Dak Prescott, he continues to fall into the mediocre category. Continues to. And in the fourth quarter... When the Cowboys needed to matriculate the ball down the field, they needed to make some plays there as they dug themselves a hole. Dak Prescott was at his worst late in the game, but he was never all that good throughout the course of the game. And if there's a big takeaway from the Monday night game, it is more of a confirmation of what we already thought, those of us that have yapped and blabbed the night away about Dak Prescott. He is a flawed quarterback. And if Jerry Jones gives him a massive contract 
right? If he gives him a massive contract, then the NFL ought to look and investigate Jerry Jones is what they ought to do because that would be negligence to the 10th degree. I don't care that you love Dak Prescott, the human being, and he is Mr. Dallas Cowboy. He says the right things. He does the right things that Jerry Jones likes. You cannot give him a big contract. And the Cowboys are heading towards a Waterloo moment here as a franchise because they have they've become, over several years, a lightweight. And I'm about to say something I never thought I was going to say about the Dallas Cowboys, but I had a revelation watching the Dallas Cowboys. I do not believe that Jason Garrett is the village idiot because Jason Garrett, when he had the great Tony Romo, when he had the great Tony Romo, the Cowboys were moving the ball up and down the field. They had a high-powered offense. There was some vigor to the Cowboys' offense. Dak Prescott is such a pushover. He is everything they said he was going to be, and people said that was wrong about Dak Prescott. And all those scouting reports about the flaws of Dak Prescott's game and all that, have, have they, they've sung true as we've gone through the course of his career. There was a midway point through last season, and the yeah, but crowd said, yeah, but it's not his fault. Yeah, but this. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but it's always an excuse. Every anemic, lackluster performance by the Cowboys offense, and it's always someone else's fault. It's not Dak Prescott's fault, somebody else's fault. But let me ask you this. Let's say the Dallas Cowboys said, we're going to get rid of Dak Prescott. We are going to let him go. Would Dak Prescott, how many other teams would he start for? Now, I know just the, 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 the aura, the star power of the Dallas Cowboys. You say, oh, of course he'd start for five or six other teams, Dak Prescott. Really? Have you watched his performance? The jig is up. Okay, this, let's be honest here. I mean, yeah, you take the name away and the star power, the Dallas Cowboys and all that, it is the word is exhausting to watch Dak Prescott try to matriculate the ball down the field uh, for the for the Cowboys. His instincts are the wrong instincts. Now, have I played football at the professional level? No. But I've talked about it enough where I'm an expert. So let me let me criticize and condemn and point my finger. Dak Prescott holds the ball for far too long. He makes poor decisions, and he does it on a regular basis. And you can protect and hold the ball to a point where it becomes problematic. One of the key things to being a successful quarterback, if you look at the ones that have been able to do it, is that they make the quick decision. They don't hold the ball for too long, and if it's not there, they throw it away and it always feels like Dak Prescott is making the wrong decision. And it's not like he's the worst quarterback in the NFL because he's not. He's just average. You don't want average. You don't celebrate average. No one should celebrate average. And it becomes a slippery slope for the Cowboys because they rushed the great Tony Romo away. Tony Romo could still be playing for the Cowboys. You realize Romo who got the weekend off. You see CBS gave him the weekend off? Is it that taxing having to talk about football for three hours on a Sunday? You've got to give Romo a weekend off from CBS? What is that about? This is like a new thing. Fox is doing it too with Aikman and and Joe Buck. Occasionally they get a Sunday off. What's up with that? 
But, I mean, Romo could still be the quarterback. If Tony Romo was the quarterback of this team, Dallas would be in first place in the NFC East. Now, would they be better than the Rams and the Saints? No, but they'd certainly have a legitimate fighting chance to take down one of the Giants, to slay a Giant in the NFC. They have no chance. They're not going to even be in the playoffs. And everyone in Dallas is going to be running around furious, and Jerry Jones, the people around him are going to be livid, and they're enraged and seething watching the Cowboys play football. And this is their own doing. They assumed incorrectly that Dak Prescott was the chosen one. And what's happened was for a while he was great, and everything has become unglued. Everything has become unglued. The entire team on offense is infected, and Dak Prescott, whatever he got contaminated with in the middle point of last year, it is carried over. It's now a full season of suckage. He blows as a quarterback for the Cowboys. All right, let's hear from Jason Garrett, who uh, points out what we talked about. The Cowboys, early in this game, uh, Marcus Mariota attempted to hand-deliver like room service a couple of early touchdowns for the Dallas Cowboys, and they said, we don't want those touchdowns. What's up with that, Jason Garrett? We had some early opportunities that we didn't cash in on. Uh, got some takeaways, and uh, you know there were three opportunities down there. Uh, we scored the touchdown on the one. We missed the field goal, and then we threw the interception uh, in the end zone. So really, 10 points uh, we kind of left out there, or, or uh, possibly 6 to 10 points. So uh, I thought that hurt us. You think? You think that? You know, come on. The antics of the Dallas Cowboys. But wait, there's more. Uh, here's Jason Garrett talking about the pass that went into the end zone and went the wrong direction for Dak Prescott. You know, that was a big play in the ball game, not to be able to cash in there uh, for them to make that stop and uh, and and make that uh, a drive where we didn't come away with anything. Uh, that was big in the game. But you have to put that behind you, and you have to keep playing. And I thought our guys did a good job of that. Uh, let's hear from the man of the hour who is – systematically tearing down Cowboy football. Dak Prescott with every poor decision. And uh, here is Dak, uh, who is echoing his head coach about the early part of the game. That was the difference. Uh, Simple as that. I mean, defense gets us a turnover there. We're up seven points, and I go down there and uh, try to force the ball and give it right back to them. That's a 14-point swing. They go back down on the other end and get a touchdown and tie it up. It's 14-0 if we we convert on that. So, I mean, uh, that's the difference right there, 14 points. Was he using Maller math or was that Prescott math? Which one is he? Yeah. All right. Uh, The Cowboys suck. Uh, They are two games under 500. I'm sure that's exactly Dak Prescott where you expected to be after eight games into the season. Obviously, didn't expect to be here with the oh, with the uh, uh, three and five record. Um, so very tough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last last thing on the Cowboys here. We'll press on because you know, it's kind of obvious we're just doing a grave dance is what we're doing. But my theory on the Cowboys: if I'm owning the Cowboys, here's what I do. I use what's called as the scorched earth technique. What is the scorched earth technique? They're all gone. Uh, Jason Garrett's gone. Dak Prescott's gone. Everybody's gone. I, I put some dynamite there and go, ka-boom, is what I do. And I go out and I, I bring in a new coach. Now, that, that's where it gets interesting because Jerry Jones – I hear all these big names already that are popping up and all the mainstream football media is throwing out all these big names. 
it takes a special creature to work for Jerry Jones because Jerry has to get all the glory. Jerry is a star effort, and he wants all the credit. And so you, I, I, I laugh at some of these big-name coaches that are already being mentioned for the Cowboys. Does Jerry Jones seem like the kind of guy that's going to swallow some of his ego there and, and hire a big-name coach that would then take away some of the credit you know, Jerry's in his mid-70s, at least that's what they say he is. His face is much younger than that. But he's not going to he's not going to give up credit. He loves it. The reason he owns the Dallas Cowboys still, m- one of the main reasons is because he can go to any party in Texas and other places and say, hey, I own the Dallas Cowboys. They roll out the red carpet, whatever he wants. They take care of him. He's not going to give and he wants full credit. I mean, it was a long time ago, but remember there was the, the budding of egos in a different generation with Jimmy Johnson. And, uh, you know, you look at some of these big names, you're like, Jerry's not going to put up with that. And then you wonder, is he really going to want to bring in some hot shot, you know, 35-year-old coach to take over the Dallas Cowboys? Do you want to go that direction either? Likely somewhere in the middle, some midway point where Jerry's going to find his next coach. We say hello and, and don't discount. Don't discount Tony Romo as the next coach of the Cowboys. That's just the kind of move that Jerry Jones, he's a, he's a, he's a crazy man, and that's the kind of a move Jerry Jones could make because even though Romo's a star, Jerry Jones and Romo have a, there's a father-son-like relationship there. And you could sell that. You could sell Tony Romo. Well, Tony Romo's been celebrated for his on-television decision-making. That would be the name. Forget all these other young guys and all that stuff that have worked their way up through the coaching ranks. That would be the favorite. I would put Romo at the top. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold. We're out of nicknames, Garcia, who's right over there. No, there's always more, I'm sure, if... If there's anyone in the business that can come up with more nicknames, it's well, it's you, Ben. Thank no, you. I have no. 42 sanctioned nicknames, as you know, the most mm-hmm. nicknames in radio. No one else has more nicknames yeah. than me. They all have more money and more fame, but I have the most nicknames. Well, that's all that matters. So. Exactly. So yeah. we've seen the uh, cell phone thing. We've seen the standing on the star. What what What's next? What's the next celebration to be revived? Uh, I'm going to go Sharpie. I'm going to go T.O. Sharpie. T.O. Sharpie, this coming, you want to back that? This coming yeah. Sunday, somebody's going to pull that I want the Merlin Hanks chicken dance. Remember the chicken Merchant dance? Merchant Hanks. Oh, Merton yeah. Hanks. What do I call it? Merlin? Merlin? Merton Hanks. Yeah, yeah Merton Hanks. Well, you got to have a really long neck to be able to pull that off, and there's not too many of those in the in the league. So. What about the Icky Shuffle? Oh, Icky Shuffle. Yeah. That's a very that's really right. old school. Icky yeah. Shuffle could do that, right? And it's an easy dance to do. Even I could do the Icky Shuffle. Yeah. So. Let's see. Eddie, do it. I'm I'm reporting at the moment. I'll wait till the reporting? break. Roberto. Call this yeah. reporting. Absolutely, okay. reporting on the air right now. <laughs> How's your reporting going? It's going, going great. Going well? Are you kidding yes? me? It's great. It's always. What are you reporting on exactly? What I'm you... reporting on celebrations, on touchdown celebrations. celebrations. Yeah. Didn't the Falcons bring back the Dirty Bird already? They brought that back. A I haven't couple seen years that. Ago. No, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, I thought they brought back the Dirty Bird. Well, what is old is new again. They say sometimes. Yeah. What what else is there? The well, T.O. had many. He had the pop. Get your popcorn ready, right? He had the popcorn uh, in the face mask. He had the pom pom. Ocho Cinco, the river dance from back in the day, right? That's oh, yeah. a solid one. It's okay. You didn't like the river dance? Nah. Oh, solid. What's wrong with the river dance? Oh, no. I laughed at the river dance. The river dance is entertaining. How do you not like the river dance? 
I don't like it. You are such a party pooper. The Why? I've, not- I've given you all these other ones that I like, and the one I don't like, and you're you're you know giving me crap about it. Come on. I'm gonna watch it right now. Hold on a second. I'm watching the Ocho Cinco River Dance. I'm gonna laugh. I'm telling you, it's good. It's like an Irish dance routine. It's it's wonderful the way he did it. The form on that, you know, right leg, left leg, right leg. Left, yeah, it's great. The posture. Matt Patricia would like that because he had good posture when he was doing it. It was solid. And we'll take your calls if you'd like to be part. The number, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Got Roberto and Coop DeLoop and the whole cast of characters. No candy, though. Coop left the candy behind. so he, And it's all gone. It's all gone. One day, one day, massive. It was pile it was already candy. melted candy. So it was, was not it was melted. Ruined already. The candy anyway. was fine. You were such a diva. You were such a. The candy was fine. Eddie. It was you, not. Did you pay for the candy? No. Then shut up. It was fine. Okay. Wait a minute. Just because I didn't pay gift. for it doesn't it mean you didn't gift. ruin it. You didn't ruined ruin the gift. I didn't you ruin did the ruin the gift. Yeah, yeah, there was a all the, pack all, that was all, all melted the, though. All the ingredients were there that were supposed to be there. All the sugar, all the yeah, chocolate, except for, all except the for it was a melted nuts. mess when you tried to open no, it up. No, it was fine. Well, I had put it in the refrigerator, and it was it was okay, right? I put it in there. The Hershey's one was all melted. When you brought them back out of the refrigerator, you should have left them in the refrigerator. Well, I didn't take them out. Someone else took them out. I will not name who, but he was a child star. I took them out of the refrigerator. Yeah, but I mean, what? I, I, I thought they were. I thought they were fine. Yeah, because these these guys are a bunch of. I can't even say. You know, I mean, the, the, the pompous arrogance of these people. I still ate them. You, you, somebody gives you the gift of free candy. And, and, you, and you ruin it by ruin leaving it in your car. <laughs> Someone it. gives you a gift and you did not take care fun. of it. I had a lot of that candy. It was really good and candy. And Coop even told you, Ben, don't leave it in the car. What did you do? Uh, leave I, it in the car. I have every intention of not leaving it in the car, but then I got tired <laughs> and I forgot that it was in the car. It's irresponsible. It's working overnight. You forget things. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We have an open casting call in New Orleans. Would you like to play wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints? You can. Job's open. They are looking for a few good pass catchers. The news coming out late Monday night that... Tuesday, first thing Tuesday morning. That would be today, by the way. Des Bryant, the notorious Des Bryant, is scheduled to audition for a leading role on the reality show that is the Saints. How about that? State-run NFL media. You know it's legit because it comes from state-run NFL media. They are claiming that the Saints are not only going to have Des Bryant in later today to work out, but also... Brandon Marshall, he hasn't been good in years, and Kamar Aiken, they're all going to be hanging out. Imagine that poop show that's going to be taking place when these guys work out. And the Saints, it is believed if one of these three guys stand out from the pack, the Saints will sign them. There are conflicting reports whether that is indeed accurate or not, but I'm choosing to believe that it is accurate that the New Orleans Saints are going to sign one of these receivers for the home stretch of the NFL regular season. They need some help at that position. And, they, yeah, they have one with seven in a row since they lost their first game to Tampa Bay, and they did beat the mighty Rams. 
But you know that's going to be a problem when they play uh, down the line because it's very difficult to beat a team twice in a row, so it's going to be difficult for the Saints. But anyway, don't want to get carried away. Uh, the, the Saints, if you look at the receiving unit, this is an area of need. This is an area of need. So let's discuss. Now, Des Bryant has been hanging out, posting stuff on social media, sending kinds of cryptic messages about wanting to play for the Patriots or the 49ers back before Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, a number of other teams. There was even a romance, a canoodling with Jerry Jones about going back to the Dallas Cowboys. It turned out to be all a bunch of nothing. There was the flirtation on hard knocks with the Cleveland Browns. That turned out to be a nothing burger. And now we find ourselves with the possibility of Des Bryant ending up a member of the New Orleans Saints. He's gonna if he wins the tryout, right? If he wins it, certainly you would think he's going to win the tryout. At, certainly better than Brandon Marshall. Uh, now maybe you're a big Kamar Aiken fan. And you think, boy, that guy was great when he had those six catches for the Eagles earlier this year, and that's going to be all the difference. But I'm going for my guy, Des Bryant. So what do you make? Let's just focus in on Des because he's the headliner. What do you make of Des Bryant's possibility of going to the Saints? To me, this is goof-proof. All right? This is goof-proof. Des Bryant with the Saints. You've got the big stage, supersonic, and soap and water. And we will mix all this together. We'll link it together like Legos. Now, first of all, man, I know when I say Legos, I'm not talking about the hair that Jason Witten had in the Monday Night Football booth. I'm just talking about like the normal Lego blocks. But Des Bryant, it's much of the same argument that I have been making for many months when I have been evangelizing late at night to get Des Bryant to come to certain teams. And it, of course, has fallen on deaf ears. Bad job by the NFL but when you sign Des Bryant, here's what I believe you're getting. My theory is you're getting a hungry player. You're getting a motivated player who feels like there's been this great injustice against him that he's been out of the NFL, and he is ready to eat up the NFL like a bowl of chunky soup. All right, he is just going to chop, 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 chop down that soup. And the Saints would be perfect. Like The, the teams that were legitimately interested in Des Bryant were the Baltimore Ravens in the offseason. He didn't want anything to do with Baltimore, and I think he proved to be accurate on that. Have you seen Joe Flacco? Have you seen the mess that's the Ravens? So the instincts of Des Bryant were correct not to go play for Baltimore. And then there was a brief flirtation with Cleveland. That didn't work out. And that was also the proper move. But you talk about New Orleans. This is the big stage, right? Big old opportunity for him. He would never be in one-on-one coverage. You've got Drew Brees, who's not as great as he was, but has been showing that maybe he's been hanging out at the Geyer Clinic where Peyton Manning was. I don't know what's going on with Drew Brees, but his production has has gone down and then spiked back up. And if you put Bryant, a motivated, enthusiastic Des Bryant, filled with ambition to take over the NFL again, and you put him on that Saints roster – You are talking about an embarrassment of riches when you talk about playmakers. Michael Thomas, who owns the soul of a certain Ram defensive back, Alvin Kamara, and then you toss Des Bryant on top of that. That's insane. So that's that's what you'd be looking at if you're New Orleans. Now, the other factor here is you, you, you talk about adding Des Bryant and you'd be tossing out a supersonic blowtorch. 
Now, you get a guy like this, you don't just use him as a decoy. You've got to feed the beast, right? And and you've got to give him opportunities here. He's a major upgrade at the wide receiver position for the Saints. You look at the Saints, the, the depth chart here, they've lost a couple of players to injury, namely Ted Ginn Jr. He's out with a knee injury. Uh, they have players who are rather faceless, nameless players, Traquan Smith, Cameron Meredith are the other receivers who are in rotation there next to Michael Thomas. From the sound of it, being just a simpleton, Des Bryant would walk in, assuming he's not a fat ass, and immediately be a starter for the New Orleans Saints. And you, the old kiss method, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Feed him the football, basic plays for Des Bryant. Let him kind of get his sea legs underneath him and all that. It's a win-win opportunity here for the uh, New Orleans Saints. Now, the last point, as someone who might have a bias towards the Rams, I hope I'm completely wrong. I hope that Des Bryant, if he does end up with the New Orleans Saints, is turns out to be a Trojan horse. That's what I would like to see. I don't believe that to be the case. And if it does happen, and this is why, I, and I was advising the Patriots, and they didn't listen to me either, bad job by them, uh, to sign Des Bryant, the reason you get into the Des Bryant business is if he turns out to be a Trojan horse, then what you do is you get the soap and water, right? If Des Bryant's a problem, you wash your hands with extra soap and extra water, and you get rid of him. Nothing done, no damage done long-term, and you just go on your way. He's 30 years old. He's been out on the open market since the Cowboys let him go back in April. He's been hanging out. He's been. He's really just improved his Instagram following is what he's been doing. That's it. So I vote for Des Bryant to the Saints. But as a Ram apologist, I'd like him to be a Trojan horse. That's, that's the other part. <laughs> just want to point that out. Now, we had a lot of conversation earlier. We'll get back to it if you'd like. The Tennessee Titans beat the Dallas Cowboys 28-14, to and the Cowboys' season is teetering on the brink. And, and it's it's like that classic scene out of a Hollywood Hollywood movie where they're on the on the cliff and they're about to fall over the cliff and it could go either way you know and there's that tense drama building up. Jerry Jones did tell reporters that he does not intend to make an in-season coaching change. He was asked about the possibility of letting go of his guy, Jason Garrett, and Jerry Jones said one word: no. When asked about that, Jones has made one in-season head coaching change since back in 1989 when he took over the Cowboys, and that was when he gave Jason Garrett the job. He got rid of Wade Phillips. The Cowboys at that point were 1-7. That was almost 10 years ago, 2010, so it's been a while since that happened. But the NFC East sucks, and the Cowboys are a big part of that suckage. <laughs> the the Cowboys are three and five at the midpoint of the season, and so they are two games behind the Redskins, and they play the Eagles on Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. And the Eagles are certainly not invincible. This is not a Super Bowl team this year. Philly is down the list, down the pecking order in the NFC, but they are better than the Dallas Cowboys. At, at this particular point. All right, it is the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter at Ben Mather. 
That's at Ben Maller, and I'd like to update a story from last hour. My man Blind Scott has been sending out very detailed screenshots of private text conversations that I don't think I need to be reading, but I, uh, for some reason I am reading them. That It's part of the drama of the show. It's part of the drama of the show. <laughs> we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie... Judas Garcia. Blind Scott did reveal something on the Boston show earlier that I think is important. He, what was that, Ben? Well, he admitted he's got an addictive personality. He said he's been addicted to everything, and he did admit that he's currently addicted to our show, to sports talk radio and to our Just our currently program. has he, he been addicted to that for quite a while? It's gone off and on. It's, it's, it's an obsession at this point. He's obsessed with the show. Now, would you say that his tweets are interesting enough that I don't know, just hypothetically, that if someone had muted him, that they should unmute him <laughs> to see those those tweets. Well, it's just the idea that the blind community is so active on Twitter, which I yeah. love, that they have access to social media and that they the phones allow you to use social media as a member of the blind world. I think that's cool. great. It's I think cool, it's, yeah. it is really cool. And he is just so over the top. Now, you know, if someone again, hypothetically, if someone if yeah. a prominence had muted him, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would unmute him, but okay. I might just go peek. You know, I might just go peek and see, because you can do that, and just kind of check it out and see what it's all about and kind of observe. How about that? Okay. Thank you. Know you know what I'm saying? I will, that's good advice for whoever that might be. Yeah. I don't want to name any names, because I'm sure no one, no one of prominence would do that. So, uh, Tony, uh, Tony says, Ben, if you're saying it's on your show, it definitely is falling on deaf ears. How dare you? How dare you, Tony? You schmuck. All right, 877-99 on Fox is the number. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Let's go now to South Florida. Weed Man Hippie is in Miami, and he's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Weed Man Hippie. Not again. Here we go again. You didn't go to me. You kept me on hold the entire show. I was there, and now he's going to be all upset. What a great call by Weedman. Solid effort by Weedman. A lot of people are very happy about that call. Yeah, they are. That's a 10? We give that phone call a 10 for Weedman? Solid effort. Let us know, Militia. What do you think about that That phone call by Weedman? You don't have to ask. They'll they'll let us know. Mr. Wonderful already is sending in messages approving, giving the thumbs up. My Cuban neighbor in a wheelchair gives me weed. You try to do a good thing. You try to give a mitzvah to Weed Man. You try to give him a little extra air time. And he's they, probably out on his bicycle run again. He's probably going to meet his friend, the drug dealer, across <laughs> yeah. the way there, right? <laughs> they love our show, though. That's good. They're big fans of the show, the guys in Miami. Download the podcast. Yeah. Uh, try the uh, podcast, Weed Man. We, did, we went to you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is one big bet. All right, gets Koopa real. Let's go, Koopa. All right, Ben, you have 15 seconds per question. Okay, good. After the Broncos lost yesterday, Vance Joseph said that he was greedy when he decided to go for a 62-yard field goal before the half, and it ended up becoming three points for the Texans. Ben, if you think John Harbaugh is on the hot seat, Vance Joseph has to be two. Who loses his job first, though? All right, package deal. They're both gone. Elway, at the end of the year, says, see you later, and Keenan will start somewhere else. Vance Joseph will never be a head coach again. Next.
If you watched any of the Browns-Chiefs games on Sunday, you heard Trent Green go on and on about how the Browns' O-line was letting Baker Mayfield down. Yeah. Not to Mayfield's credit, the Browns were competitive for a little bit. Do you think this Browns team would be much better if the O-line was better? No, I think that Baker Mayfield would be worse if he had a better offensive line. Come on, what kind of question is that, Kubalo? That's not what I asked. That's pretty much what you asked. That's no. pretty much the que- way it was phrased. No, you're Do you think the Browns team would be much one. better if the O-line was better? Yes, every team would be better if their offensive line was better. But one of my pet peeves is to blame the offensive line for everything. It is a crutch, right, to defend quarterbacks. It cuts both ways. The quarterback's job, you're not going to have a clean pocket all the time. You got to make plays, you got to adjust. If the offensive line only gives you uh, you know, two or three seconds to throw, you've got to make quicker decisions. You've got to adjust to your environment. So that's not all on the offensive line. Next. Now, it's been a while since we've heard anything from LeVar Balls. It seems he's avoided his uh, vocal criticisms now that LeBron is around. Ben, do you think that gag order will last? No, it's already ended. Over the weekend, in a European publication, LeVar Ball offered to coach the Lakers. He said he can do it with his eyes closed. He ripped the rotation of Luke Walton. He said Lonzo and LeBron should be on the court together at all times. Uh, no, Le- LeVar is back. He, my man, LeVar Ball is back. I love it. I'm all about LeVar. He ought to coach the team. He's better than these stiffs that the Lakers have right now. I am on Team LeVar. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. We're out of you time. You failed this you edition. Told me I won the game. You failed this. You told me off the air that I already won I the game. Not. Yes, you did. That's a win for me. Win, 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 win. Win, win. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And another edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. This is the Emma Stone edition for some reason, but that's the game we're playing. And we welcome in our contestants for this edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. Who do we have here? We've got a couple of options here. I feel like three and four might be the way to go. I feel like three and four might be the way to go. So let's do that. We'll do three and four. I don't think six and no, we don't need two. Three, three, number three is 27 years old. He said, he said as far as like older players, maybe some of the big names. That's what he said. Really? Oh, man. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Okay. That's a problem. It's a problem for three. But then six will just goof around. See, six will. I, I, I asked him. Serious. I said, are you serious? Like, like you you missed Ted Williams. Yeah. And he said he's sober this time. He wouldn't miss it this time. All right. Blind Scott. Are you there, Blind Scott? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, my, you know, my dad gave me advice. He said, that's life. Things are going to come up. And I just got to deal with it. Now I got to play this game, you know? You promise. Scout's on. No, you- yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to mess up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat who killed Kenny. This guy hasn't called him forever. He used to be my favorite caller. He abandoned the show. I'm surprised he didn't start a restaurant and take everybody's money either, you know? This <laughs> <laughs> oh, guy. boy. Uh, Kenny, I guess he wants to play against you. Are you there, Kenny? That's fine with me. Okay. All right. Scott, who do you I have no problems with Scott. Scott, who do you, like you want to partner up with, Scott? Uh, Eddie. All right, Scott, blind Scott. And Eddie and... That was a surprise. Kenny, who would you like to partner up with? Let's go with Coop. All right, good, oh, Coop. All right. There we go. All right, let's play the game. The categories are, uh, it's the Emma Stone edition. She turns 30 today. Really? Yep. Oh, happy birthday. Can I get her a cake and balloons? Uh, we have the 
Easy A, and we also have, that's Category 1, Category 2, The Help, uh, Category 3, La La Land, and Category 3, or Category 4, The Maniac. Scott, pick the category, please. Um, let's go The Maniac. Of course you would. All right, Maniac, and uh, Kenny, which one do you want? Let's go La La Land. All right, Maniac, uh, Coop, you are... Going, yes, you're not going first, right? Are no, you? I'm you're going not. second. Yeah, uh, Blind Scott and Eddie are going first. You picked Maniac, and that is athletes who have had tragedy lost and lost a family member. So you are up first. We'll put 45 seconds on the board. And, gentlemen, you're on your way. Go. Uh, greatest NBA player of all time with the Bulls. Uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, former Packers quarterback. He had a consecutive game streak forever before Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, former bad boy Pistons point guard. There's a current NBA player that has the same name. Uh, I don't know. Dennis Rodman. Uh, he used to play the, the player that has the, Okay, I'm skipping that one. Uh, tennis player, one of the greatest of all time for women. Her sister Venus also plays. Uh, uh, Serena Williams. Yeah, uh, former Heisman Trophy winning quarterback at Boston College. Little short guy played in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Doug Flutie. I'm yes, blocked. good, great. Uh, former Baltimore <laughs> Ravens tight end, white guy. Uh, uh, his kid got run over in the driveway. Um, I'm not uh, sure. That that's good. That's okay. That's all right. All right. At least you got Doug Flutie. Yeah, <laughs> you should have. You should have gone with the former Celtic guard who, because he, uh, but you didn't. You didn't get Isaiah Thomas. So by my math, I believe you got 130. I think that's right. That is correct. 130. All right. So that means Coop is up. The category you guys picked is La La Land for You Killed Kenny. These athletes all hail from the City of Angels. 45 seconds, and you're on your way. Go. All right, Kenny, the beard. James Harden. Yes. uh, He is the current point guard for the Lakers. His dad is LeVar. Lonzo Ball. That's right. Uh, the current coach for the Warriors. Uh, Steve Kerr. Well, these are tough. Okay, now this quarterback was one of the first ones that he was a backup for Tom Brady. He stepped in after he got hurt. Everybody thought he was going to be great. He went to Kansas City, and he sucked. Uh, Matt Castle. Yes. Oh, right. uh, that was good. Defensive stalwart for the Lakers. He's a WNBA coach now. Uh, no clue. My namesake. Uh, still no clue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Wizard of Blank. He was a shortstop for the Cardinals. Had like 16 gold gloves in a row. Oh. oh. Good matchup. We got a good matchup Only here. Only 100. You didn't get Matt Castle. No, he got oh, Matt got Castle. Matt Castle. Michael Cooper you didn't get, and Ozzie Smith. from the I, 19- pro- I probably would have got Ozzie Smith. 1980s Cardinals baseball. Yeah. Okay. The timer right feels faster than. Oh, shut up! You're the easiest category in the world. All right. uh, yes, let's see here. Roberto is so <laughs> somehow Coop, you're trailing. It. So Kenny, you can pick either the help or Easy A. Easy A. All right, Easy A. These athletes have all been given an honorary degree. Forty-five seconds on the clock. You're on your way. Go. Current quarterback for the Packers. Uh, Rod. Um. What's his, what's his first name? Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Uh, current president of the Lakers. He's, he used to be former point guard. Um, Magic Johnson. Yes. Uh, bit off of Vander Holyfield's ear. Mike Tyson. Yes. Uh, he is a cornerback. He used to play for the Panthers. Now he's on the Redskins. He talks a lot. Josh Norman. Yes. Uh, defensive end. Used to play for the Cowboys. Got a Super Bowl with the Broncos. Uh, Lawrence. Uh, what's no. his name? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
Okay, there's no way you'll get 80 or 100. Uh, <laughs> it was an actor on Little House on the Prairie, like 16 Pro Bowls for the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Joe Horn, I don't know. See, <laughs> yeah, no, see, Coop, you gotta, yeah, you gotta remember that when you're putting the board together. But uh, no, it's uh, you got Norman. So I, I give up. What do I give you? 90, 100 points, right? Is that right? I think that's right on that. Yeah. All yes, right. that's correct. So all 200 right, so two hundred. So you gotta. We don't have. We don't have enough time. We gotta go quick here. Oh boy! Uh, right. You gotta go uh, to help. These are athletes. Uh, some of the Come best uh, athlete sidekicks. All right, go ahead. You're on your way. All right, uh, second best player on the Michael Jordan Bulls. Um, Scotty Pippen. The assist man for Carl Malone. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the iron horse for the Yankees. He died of a disease that still has his name. Uh, Lou Gehrig. Yes. Uh, Raven star safety played with Ray Lewis. I don't know. Uh, the other guard on the Bad Boy Pistons with Isaiah uh, Thomas. Uh, out of time. Out of um, time. Dennis Rodman. Uh, no, he always goes with Rodman. Coop won the game. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have enough time. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.